Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Goose Geesey Show. I am, of course, Goose Geesey, a.k.a. Colin. Um, I want to start off by apologizing, man. Look, hey, sometimes, especially with podcasting, like I was on um, my good friend Noah's show, the Everywhere and Everything show. Yeah, I believe that's what it's called. Yeah, I, it's been a while since we've both done it, um, which is an issue, I know. But, um, I've been on his show twice since I uploaded my first podcast. Um, but anyway, I'm now available on Apple music. You can go see the, you can go listen to the first episode on Apple, uh, Apple podcasts, excuse me. So if you have an iPhone and you still have the app, uh, if you didn't delete it, uh, even if you did delete it, I would recommend you go re-download it and then listen to my first episode. But anyway, today we're going to get into something that's not like, I mean, super popular, which is my music. Um, more specifically, I'm going to be talking about some bands and some albums that have come out recently that I have really been enjoying. Um, so the first thing is it's, it's an, e it's an EP. It's not an album, right? It's an EP. Um, but it is such an EP that I paid around $20 um, to get it shipped from the UK, uh, the disc copy to my house. Um, it is a, it is a collab group. It's two bands that I really like. One of them is hollow profit. And the other one has a kind of a vulgar name. Um, I don't, don't necessarily want to say it on here, but, um, it's, uh, I'm trying to think of a way to put it. Um, the first word is scum. The second word is the F word. That'll work. So put those two words together. So scum and then the F word, put those together and you've got the one band. The other band is hollow profit, but they both make scum profit. Okay. So they made an EP, a split EP where scum, uh, funk. How about that? Made two songs. Hollow Prophet made two songs and then they made a song together um, under the Scum Prophet name. And um, all they were doing was a limited release, 500, 500 disc copies. That's it. And when I saw that they were doing the limited release, I was like, you know what? These two bands, I've been listening to these two bands uh, ever since they both started. Um, and they're both kind of like super groups, which is makes it even better. Um, hollow profit is the vocalist Ben Dewar from shadow of intent, which is a band that I, I swear by love shadow of intent. It's the guitarist from slaughter to prevail, which is another band that I listen to probably, I would say daily. And then a, another band that I definitely listen to the drummer is from within destruction. His first name is Luca. Don't know his last name. Uh, he's Slovenian. Uh, but I listen to within destruction every day. That's a 100% fact. Okay. I love that band. And then the scum funk band, uh, consists of Dickie Allen from, uh, infant annihilator and, uh, well now scum funk. And then Andrew zinc, who is the vocalist and mixer producer for a band called bro job. I know some of these names, man, I'm telling you, I listen to this music and it's not, I don't listen to this music for the names of these bands that just comes along with it. I think it's pretty funny sometimes. Um, like some of the names of the songs are just ridiculous. Like they're like seven, eight words long and it doesn't need to be, you know, but anyway, 
that's the first one I want to talk about because I am sitting here as I'm recording this, looking at the inside of this disc, um, the, the, uh, the case, and there is a gold Sharpie writing on the inside of the thing on the little pamphlet that has the lyrics and whatnot in it. And it says 103 out of 500. So it really was hand numbered. And I have number 103 of 500. This is probably musically as far as albums go. My most valuable music possession. I, I do have the whole periphery collection. I have uh, the whole monuments collection. Speaking of which, <clears throat> I want to talk about some albums this year that really blew me away. Okay. And you might want to get a pen and paper for these because I I would, if you like rock music, I feel like if, even if you like rock or just, let's just say metal, like if, if you enjoy, I'm trying to think of a band to equate them to, but I can't really, because these bands that I'm going to, that I'm going to talk about are really special. They, uh, they have, they have a very unique sound. They have a very different sound. Um, but if you like just regular, like metal, like let's just go ahead and say like, uh, oh, that's a, that's a good one. Um, yeah, if you, if you like Metallica, even like just that kind of metal, like uh, maybe not necessarily, uh, Maybe not necessarily thrash, but more like dream theater type, um, that kind of stuff. But the first one, which is don't, I haven't decided. I did say this was the album of the year until the new monuments album came out on October 5th, but it's a band called the Dolly thundering concept, the Dolly thundering concept. So the, and then D A L I thundering concept, they released a double album called savages uh the first portion that came out was every song with vocals and everything and of course the 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 duo to it was a album which was only an instrumental um and for me being a guitar player i okay his vocals in in the dolly thundering concept that vocalist he does add extra aggression to those songs and uh, sometimes, depending on what mood I'm in, I like to hear the regular song, but other times I just want to hear the instrumental because it's one of the most talented groups of musicians I've ever heard as for in metal. I mean, those, these guys, they're not like crazy solo artists, but it's, it's very technical, very riffy, very heavy. Their guitar tone is, is aggressive and has punch and has it's it's very it's it's distorted but it's like but the the tone is so tight that it doesn't sound distorted but you can tell that it's very odd you would have to hear it to see what i'm talking about but i thought that was the album of the year um all the way up until october 5th came out october 5th was the release of phronesis p h r o n e s i s wait P-H-R-O-N-E-S-I-S, Phronesis by Monuments. Monuments is a band that I have been listening to for the better part of, I would say, uh, since 2012, really. I mean, since, since, yeah, since 2012. They released an album in 2012 uh, called uh, Gnosis, and then they released an album in 2014 called 
Amunesis. Um, and they, the first album that they released, they had a different singer than they do now. Now it's Chris Barreto, um, followed by the guitars of John Brown and Ollie Steele, and then the bass of uh, Adam Swan. Don't know who the drummer is. I think it's a different drummer than it was in 2014. If I'm not, I, I, if I'm being totally honest, I think the drummer is different from the drummer in 2014. But this album is literally the most, it, it's more complete. This, this Monuments album. If you like heavy, you know, like pounding riffs with, with just heavy, with some screams behind it, this album has it. If you want some good heavy riffs with singing, with a more, you know, a more melodic approach, this album has it. This album has a lot of different aspects of metal that I like all into one. And which is why currently, you know, it's probably because it's the newest album. I'm leaning towards um, this album for album of the year. Uh, it, I don't know what it is about this album, but Chris Barreto, he really stepped up his um, he really stepped up his vocals in the in and, I, and the mixing is a lot better. I know that for Amunesis, it was kind of like it felt really dull, like. <laughs> I had to turn my phone up at a couple extra clicks to hear the song whenever I was listening through Apple music for Amy Nieces. But now this one, this one sounds a lot better and it sounds a lot, a lot, I guess a lot better produced. If that's, if that's grammatically correct, I don't think that's grammatically correct, but it feels like, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a huge music guy. So when I listen to music, I, you know, I, I connect with music quite often when I don't connect with music is when I don't like the music. <laughs> so anything that plays on the radio, except for like on 100, like down here, 100.5, anything like 100.5 is the classic rock station. Basically I can connect with any of those because those, a lot of those songs are the songs that got me into metal, but anything else like pop and rap and stuff like that. I just, you know, well, radio rap. I like some rap just, you know, just for a, just for a change. But this Monuments album is absolutely incredible. I, I can't really... They use a lot of different tunings. They use very weird tunings. They use six, seven, and eight string guitars. The ver And John Brown is probably the most talented guitar player that I've ever seen. His chord structures are very odd, and I, that's because of the tunings. To make some chords work, he has to stretch his fingers a little bit further because of the weird tunings which there's no problem with that it's just being creative which is what to me which is what metal is being creative being able to show off your creativity but i'm really enjoying that album there's several others that are more um death metal ish that i'm really enjoying right now um and some of these names again are uh, some of them some of them are actually kind of embarrassing to admit that you listen to but like they're so they're such good bands. Um, there's a there's an album called Dead Era by Walking Dead on Broadway. It's a German death. Uh, it's a German deathcore band. It and it's it's absolutely amazing. But the the one that I'm like more partial to right now, um, because I'm a huge fan of the vocalist that's featured in one of the songs, um, is a band called Monolith or uh, Levitated with the EP called Monolith. Okay. Tyler Shelton is the 
is the vocalist for Traitors, the band uh, Traitors. He's done uh, several features within the past few months, but his feature in in this album on on the song Monolith is actually one of the greatest that I've heard in a long time. And that's this is another band. Levitated is another band. Eight string guitars, low tunings, drop tunings on an eight string guitar. Nothing like crazy fancy with drums, nothing, no soloing, you know, just real, just steady riffs, steady riffs with some gent thrown in there. A lot of palm muting, a lot of open, open zero notes, you know, like it's just good, good metal. Um, But then, of course, we all know Black Tongue, they they released a single called Ultima and the Cat. Um, and if you're not familiar with Black Tongue, Black Tongue is the guitarist and drummer from Infinite Annihilator. So Aaron Kitcher and Eddie Pickard. They are, uh, Eddie Pickard is the guitarist and then Aaron Kitcher is the drummer. Um, Infinite Annihilator is technical death metal. They are very fast, very riffy, like super fast. They're known for having fast, uh, you know, a fast drummer and the guitarist being absolutely freaking insane. But they also are a part of Black Tongue, which is kind of like a doom metal type, real slow, real heavy, real in your face, like, you know, just kind of like, I don't know. It's in your face is how it is. It's very... It's very methodical. It's not melodic. It's methodical. So, you know, you've got that constant beat like doom, doom, doom. You know, it's something like that. It's it, But it's a really good album. Um, and I can't forget about this one band, okay? I, <clears throat> I was turned on to this band by a friend. And I've only usually liked one or two songs from their albums in the past. But this album, as far as a whole, is really good. This is also in contention for metal album of the year, in my opinion. Um, and it's "Dark Skies" by Fit for a King. That album is very complete as well. If you want super heavy stuff, it's on there. If you want super melodic with a lot of singing, it's on there. Um, it's 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 a great album. Another one. I'm just gonna name just a few more. Um, another one. I just found out about is uh, this band called Ginger who has a female singer, which you don't really see in metal that often. And she actually screams and does, you know, those vocals. She's actually very talented. She's got a beautiful voice as well. So she, she can do it all. But as far as others, um, I'm really digging on angel maker right now. Angel maker is one of those that I didn't find out about it until I was told about them. Um, and then you've got Betrayer. Betrayer's another good one. That's that. Uh, that's a that's an EP that came out this year that I am really enjoying. And then Body Snatcher just Body Snatcher just came out with a new song with a new song. Uh, I, I believe it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. They came out with a new song yesterday, and it sounds absolutely incredible. Now there are several bands that all record in the same place. And it's 1776 recordings. It's in Florida. Traders does it there. Traders records there. Uh, Body or Body Snatcher records there, and I believe Spite and Infinite Annihilator record there. It's, it's it's unreal. It's awesome. Those that 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 lineup is absolutely unreal. Uh, in some other news, Spite I do believe is recording. Um, I think they're recording another album. Their 2017 album was uh, Magnifico. I'm doing the Italian hands here. I don't know. I know you can't see me, but I'm doing the Italian hands. Magnifico. 
Okay. But that's my music. That's just a little, uh, that's just a little peek into, um, my music taste. Um, I could go on and on and on and talk about anything really like guitar, the guitars, you know, the guitar tracking, the drum tracking, the bass tracking, anything like that, the vocals, stuff like that. I could go on, uh, on and on and on about that kind of stuff, but we're hitting 16 minutes. So for the next 10 minutes, I want to talk video games a little bit since that is another one of my passions. Um, real quick, I'll just give you an update on school. It's school. It's just college. You know, I could go on the whole rant about, you know, you're basically jumping through hoops for a receipt. I mean, really, I mean, that that's kind of how it feels to me, but I know that to be successful, I need it. So, but anyway, you know, I've got, I'm doing really well in those. I'm also still working and I'm doing really well at work as well. Uh, it'd be, it's, it's a crazy time of year. I work at six flags and it's fright fest right now. And so it is a absolutely bonkers time of the year. But anyway, to get into video games. Um, recently, I haven't, you know, usually I get a game and I dig on it for several months, um, which I guess that's what Rainbow Six Siege is. Okay, so I'm a first-person shooter guy. I like, you know, I my favorite first-person shooter is Rainbow Six Siege. Super tactical, super realistic, uh, you know, breach charging windows open and being able to lean and peek around corners. It's very tactical. It's very real. It feels very real. Um, every character has a specific, uh, skill that they can use that will help you win the round, blah, blah, blah. It's an awesome game. I've been digging on that for two years. <laughs> you know, I've been digging on that game for two years. When I first played that game, it immediately took over as my favorite FPS of all time, even though I still am a call of duty player at heart, which leads me to my next section. Black ops four comes out tonight. It, uh, it drops 12 a.m. Well, here's the thing about this, right? So you've got digital downloads. So I can go on my PlayStation 4 and I can buy a game using my debit card or I can go to the store and get PlayStation gift cards and then put that money onto my account on the PlayStation and then buy games with it. So that's what most people do because it's convenient. Because honestly, there are some games where the, where the disc copy is is great to have so you could just have it. Like literally, I I have the Rainbow Six Siege disc copy just because that's my favorite game. Like that's the only reason. It's for collectability. But all these other games that I've been playing, Madden, I did Madden nineteen did digital download. Um, MLB the Show digital download. You know, like this new Call of Duty. I pre-ordered the Call of Duty Black Ops Four digital download. That's what most people do. Millions and millions of people do. Most of the YouTubers do it as well, except for the except for the ones who were gifted a copy of the Black Ops 4 game. They they were gifted a hard copy of it, like a lot of the pro Call of Duty players and whatnot got a copy of it. Anyway, so get this. Treyarch announces that the hard copies like well the embargo was lifted on on Black Ops 4 today. So that means now people can record content and upload it to YouTube and make money off of it. So what they're doing is they're flying a bunch of YouTubers out to the Treyarch studios to have a little, uh, have a little powwow, play the game, get some content, you know, on, on the day of release. They're also doing a, they're also doing a live stream, a like kind of like a race to prestige type deal where they just, it's like a straight up, like, I think it's like a 36 hour or 48 hour live stream like 48 hours straight like and then the people just 
switch in and out every so often, like every four hours, people just switch off um, playing the game and talking to the Twitch, the the stream chat and everything like that. It's really cool. They do it for the Call of Duty Endowment, which gives money to veterans around the United States. Um, I usually donate $5 or sub to the channel, which is $4.99 uh, during that time of year. Uh, it's always really nice to give back to the veterans and everything like that. But anyway, so Treyarch is the, the embargo has been lifted on the game. So that means that other people can make money off the game by creating their own content with it. So they announced that the people with hard copies would be able to play the game a little earlier. But the confusing part is they said that if you purchase the game, if you purchased a hard copy digitally, then it would also be open, which like, so most, I, I, I would like to see the numbers on this. I would like to see how many people pre-ordered the game on the digital end, like just from the PlayStation, like I did. I would love to see that. I would love to see those numbers because I'm pretty sure it has to be 70% of us ordered it on the PlayStation, pre-ordered it on the PlayStation, and only 30% did the GameStop pre-order or anywhere else. Because which because they didn't say anything that there were they didn't say there were going to be any benefits. Now in the UK there's a company called Game that was going to start selling the hard copies 6 hours early. So at 6 p.m. instead of 12 a.m. midnight, right? They were going to start selling at 6 p.m. so people could, you know, just to give an extra incentive for people to buy the disc copy. But I don't get that, man. I feel like people, I feel like they would, I feel like they, that Treyarch should have just said, okay, if you ordered digitally through the PlayStation market or through the Xbox market, then then that's when you get early access because it's literally flipping a switch and turning the server on. I know it's not that. I like to think that because I am a gamer. I'm not I'm a nerd too, but I don't know about all the servers and stuff like that, but I'd like to think all they got to do is walk into a room, flip a switch and everything goes and just turns on. I'd like to think that that's what happens, but obviously I know it that's not that's not what happens. So I just, you know, it sucks because tonight I'm, uh, you know, I've got work tonight and I've got class. So I'm not going to be able to play Black Ops 4 till tomorrow when I wake up because I work till 2 a.m. today or tomorrow. And I'm not about to work to 2 a.m. and then come home and play. That's not happening. But I didn't think I was going to be getting Black Ops 4 because after after Infinite Warfare, I was kind of heartbroken. Luckily, MWR saved the day with the little digital pre-order uh, bundle. And then World War II was great. I went back last night and watched my videos on my YouTube channel of my World War Call of Duty World War II highlights. I made only three videos, and then the game just got out of hand. It was stupid. They were adding cosmetics and adding um, different, like aesthetically pleasing things instead of fixing the actual game like buffing and nerfing the proper guns and you know buffing or nerfing score streaks or health time to kill stuff like that it was very annoying quit that game literally i had the hard copy of that game because i bought it the day of release i didn't pre-order it and then i went and sold it back after about two months just because i ended up getting back into siege i mean see i always keep going back back to rainbow six siege it's crazy 
But Rainbow Six Siege is such a good game. But I didn't think I was going to be getting Black Ops 4. I made the decision to to get Black Ops 4. Let's see, today is Thursday. I made the decision on Monday that I was going to get it. It was one of those things. Um, and since, like, I, I didn't play the beta, I didn't play the multiplayer beta, I played the Blackout, you know, which is the Call of Duty Battle Royale. I played that beta for, like, a solid 20 minutes. Like, I'm going into this totally blind, but from what I've seen, this is going to be the game to save Call of Duty at its current state. Competitively, I, I keep up with the pro scene um, just because I enjoy the competition. Like, I watched pretty much all the pro league matches for Rainbow Six Siege and everything like that. But once Call of Duty starts back up, because it's technically the off season right now, I'm going to be keeping up with them, uh, with all the teams in the pro circuit and watching that. But it was hard to watch during World War II because just it was just kind of like the teams were forcing themselves to play just because the game wasn't that good. But this game is supposed to fix it all. It's supposed to fix everything. But just because I was so desperate to be playing Call of Duty, I uh, I re-downloaded Advanced Warfare from 2014. Uh, I've been playing the campaign on that just because I want some sort of Call of Duty. Uh, and I didn't want to spend any money because I already had Advanced Warfare for the PlayStation 4. I bought it used for like $8 way back, like a year ago. And it's just kind of like a fallback game. But and Siege, I don't like playing Siege unless I have like a squad with me. Um, but you know, it, it's neither here nor there. I, I'm really excited to play Black Ops Four. I, I can't lie about that. I'm super excited to play Black Ops Four. But hey, 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 we're at the 26 minute mark. But for the rest of the time, I'm going to talk about how excited I am about playing Red Dead Redemption Two. I have. <clears throat> <clears throat> you didn't hear this from me, but uh, a certain goose uh, ordered the uh, $100 pre-order of that game because I'm freaking ready for that game. That game is going to be unreal. Myself and Noah, the the E and E show. Um, shout out to him for actually getting me on this game because he told me to watch the live stream when they revealed the gameplay. And as soon as I saw the gameplay reveal, I was ready. I was I was immediately ready to play this game. So, uh, October 26th, uh, there's two things happening actually on October 26th. One of them has to do with, with metal. The other one has to do with games. October 26th, Cranium, um, comes back with a new album. It's their first album since the passing of their lead singer and brother of the drummer, Martin Funderud. Um, rest in peace. Uh, they have a new uh, vocalist. It's a completely international. Um, I think there's one from Spain, one from, Ru one from Russia, one from Latvia and somebody from Turkey or something like that. Like it's a, it's a truly international lineup, truly international. But that I'm going to have that playing in the background while I play Red Dead Redemption two, this pre-order bundle comes with two new horses, exclusive weapons, exclusive uh, suits, you know, like hats and whatnot. I'm super excited to get this game. It's supposed to be the most realistic rock star game that they have made ever, which usually when they get, when you get claims like that coming from companies, you're like, Oh, okay. You know, at this point you kind of know to expect not that much, but from what the gameplay trailer shows or the gameplays trailers, because there's multiple out there's only well there's only two um it looks incredible 
and I'm super excited. Noah and I are going to be grinding that game. But Black Ops 4, I'm going to be, you know, doing game battles and UMGs, maybe even some wagers once I get to know the maps with uh, with my boys Keith, Kevin, and Marco. And um, I'm, I'm hoping that we can get uh, Cameron in on this game. I'm hoping we can because, uh, you know, the competition is high. I'm hoping maybe, uh, you know, eventually Noah wants to get this game as well. Um, talking about Black Ops 4. Uh, but I can't leave Siege, man. I can't. I just can't. I've tried before. I've tried to quit, and I just keep coming back to it. Well, the one time I actually did like quit Siege for like two months because Siege was also broken. It was like crazy, stupidly broken. Like there was a lot of guns. Like you, you would shoot somebody three or four inches away from their head, and it would give you the head. Like it would give them the headshot, and you know, it was just kind of it was stupid stuff like that. But the game feels really smooth and crisp as it is right now. And we've been doing really well last night. It was crazy. <laughs> I think we played six games, only lost one. We even won 4v5. It was an insane game. I'm going to be uploading highlights for that uh, to my YouTube channel. Also already have the full game of the last game that we played last night already uploaded to my YouTube channel. It was a 4v5 win, went to overtime, but we won two straight overtime periods. Totally destroyed that other team. Anyway, we're approaching a 30-minute mark here. I would like to thank you guys for coming in here and listening to me rant and just talk talk crap about music and video games. And um, this, this podcast will be up on Apple Podcasts here in about a week, um, but it's going to be up on my channel here on Anchor uh, immediately. So, again... I really appreciate you guys coming through. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys want to hear more about a certain topic on the next episode, let me know. Drop a uh, personal message on this episode, and uh, I'll make sure to take that into account and talk about a few things. The only thing I just don't want to talk about is like news, you know, like political news, that kind of stuff. Anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Goose for the Goose Geesey Show, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.